Welcome to your Making It Worse. We're here, we're queer, who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer. And I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. Textual healing. Sports, sports, sports. Do you guys like sports? No. Sure. (laughs) I was thinking about that the other day because I was at a sports bar and I was like, do you guys watch? Have you ever? I actually really like baseball. Well, yeah, the most boring one. I mean, I like the food of baseball. It's so boring. Actually, I think baseball is the most interesting of all of them. Mm. Why? Did you say the food is good? The food is really good. It is. The food is literally baseball games are like the best for food. Yeah. But no. The, the, the baseball is the most fun. I mean, basketball is just like, what the fuck is going on? They're running like back basketball. and forth. Like, you like basketball because of the yeah. men. He's staring at the dogs. Um, and then the the football is like, I still don't understand, because they stop every two seconds, so who the fuck knows football what's going on? has grown on me a little bit over the years, which is a surprise. Really? I always liked, weirdly enough, hockey for some reason. Oh, that's the most boring. I, I, I liked how fast it was, and I like. I guess maybe I like looking at ice or something um, <laughs> I don't know why but I I've always loved baseball hockey was maybe it's fine. a midwestern thing and then but then like but then every couple years when the Olympics come around mm. you couldn't pay me to give a fuck about water polo yeah. oh, or no. skiing you know, or luge any time of the year, but when the Olympics come on, I fucking watch every minute of the it. The most, I, the, very little surprises me. <laughs> and, you know, when Michael and I first got together, uh, nothing he says surprises me because, you sure. know, he's a lot of times an asshole and, like, nothing mm-hmm. surprises me. Mm-hmm. But he is obsessed with the Olympics. Sure. Michael is? He loves the Olympics. I don't I don't see, I don't think and that's crazy. And it blows crazy. me away. Does it I blow do. you away it blows too? Me away, yeah, yeah, it does he doesn't seem like the type that loves the no. Olympics. He and his sisters love the Olympics and he's like literally he said the other day, "I'm so excited for the Olympics." And they're like, "Whatever, they're like away. a year off." Still, yeah, right? but Another, he's like yeah. excited that is for so it. so funny. Yeah. Well, how do you guys feel surprise. about soccer? Uh, boo. <laughs> right up there with hockey. <laughs> soccer is frustrating to watch. Mm. Because you're, I I know I know this is dumb, but you're just like fucking score, just score, score. Yeah. just score, just do it. It is crazy that a game can go that long and it's like <laughs> it's a two to one they yeah. win, I, or <laughs> like one to zero. I, yeah. I like the passion soccer it's, it brings feels out oppressive. people. I feel oppressed. Really, watching it, it does. You're. Why do you feel oppressed? Uh, because I, it, uh, it's weird. It's hard to you're explain. You're like turning red. From yeah, it. it's hard to explain. Yeah. I. Uh, I know, of course, the the fun of the game for most people who watch is is the challenge and yeah. the, and the, the you know the balance between the two sides or whatever. But like, for me, it's like it's so hard to score and get a good shot that you it's almost you're like, what's the point? I just like throw my hands in the air and yeah. I just don't want to watch. Well, nevertheless, <laughs> did were you at all ex- excited about the U.S. women's soccer team winning? I didn't know until I read this. Oh, you didn't? I didn't. You I knew there was something. Know, I knew though. there was something going on, but I didn't know that women's soccer team had won the World Cup. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, wait, um, can you explain to me? I mean, yeah, because I. I know that there's like the FIFA World Cup, yes. which is like for the dongs. That's the big deal. 
Well, right. no, oh, that's well, the men's one. That's, yeah. FIFA. I think it's FIFA. And is it FIFA, FIFA? Yeah, and I think FIFA is both. I believe FIFA is, is both. Is women as well? I think so. But they play it at different times. I think so, and there's a huge pay disparity, even though... Yeah, that's the big... Oh, I mean, those that's... sons of bitches. No, it's no, crazy. It's, it's really massive, gross. Though. It's yeah. really like, gross. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, what is it? It's Oh, I didn't write it down, but I'm pretty it's sure it's... incredible. I, I heard it was like... That's the only the reason why I know this. What, what the men, I might be making this up, but I think the men get over a million or something, something close to that, maybe and women get like 90,000 and like it, or it's not maybe it's not that wide but it's, it's enough you so can't remember one maybe okay. the most famous like u.s <clears throat> soccer player is someone from england so like we the women are like killing it yeah especially yeah. megan rapinoe she is she's the yeah. one with purple hair she, right yeah, sorry yes. so yeah the point is yeah she's and, no 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 it's not at all it's, it's interesting because she is she is uh this sort of american sports hero who has kind of T- you know, taking the country by storm in a lot of ways. Yeah. She's the one with the purple hair. She's mm-hmm. really outspoken. She's she's a lesbian. Um, I feel like she'd make me feel bad about myself, though. You yeah. do? Because she's so confident and she's she is so confident. She's so badass and you cool. You just naturally that... assume confident people won't like you. Well, no, not so much that I don't worry about her not liking me. I worry about just like feeling just one hundred percent inferior. Next oh, to her. that's oh, true. that's true. Yeah, she wouldn't would... say anything. You would just feel I just like feel garbage, garbage next yeah. to her. Because how she's do you feel so... next to me? I mean, I feel actually pretty accomplished and successful. <laughs> she's no, she's huge. She's she's gotten her profile is so big right now. Yeah. And it should also be noted that yes, she is gay, but also a lot of the team is is are gay women. Two of the players are engaged. Mm. The coach is out. Um, another player, Kelly O'Hara, ran to the stands after the game and embraced her girlfriend without mm. um, even like ever making an I, announcement I, about her sexuality. I think the whole team listens to this podcast. They yep. they all do. They're yeah, big fans. I, I think they've they gave a couple interviews about. They don't want to. Talk about it though, because I want to <laughs> yeah. like you know. Yeah, 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 right. But it's cool. It's really cool to see. I mean, it's cool to see such vol- you know visibility in in this moment when you know, especially for a sport that people aren't usually that talkative about yep. in in this yeah. country. But you know, it's it's. Didn't she have a thing with Trump too? Yeah, there's a there's well, a lot of stuff. She's not going, she's to, the not going to the White House. That's right, right. Uh, a lot of them aren't so what, though. They're not. None of them. Uh, she none said, I don't think. She basically said like. I'm not, and I can't imagine that any of the other players would want to. Yeah. So let me ask you a question, because this this happens periodically. This happened, I think, even during the Bush years, uh, less so during o- Obama, but I think there was still kind of rumors of conservatives who didn't want to go to the White House. Would you, let's say this podcast was invited to the White House, mm-hmm. would you go? No. Absolutely not. No, I yeah. wouldn't go. Never, n- not a chance. Yeah. I mean, there's a big difference. I don't know, maybe this is just because I lean politically that way but there's a big difference between you know a republican visiting a white house under a democratic president like like obama um that sure he has disagreements but fundamentally that president hasn't said anything derogatory towards whatever community they might belong to appalling whereas this president has said it about every community you know i i've gen i remember during the bush years always being like fuck off if you were invited to the white house you would still go to the goddamn white house and i I believe that i believe that during the bush years needless to say i believe during the obama years i don't think i would it sounds obviously i haven't been invited but i don't think i would right now because i really do hate him i hate him so much it is still something that you know, being invited, personally invited, would be. But when you say, in, when you, you say, know, like, when you say being invited, like, it, 
to to me, it used to feel like a a, a moment of honor, almost like sure, a, like being knighted in England. Yeah. Well, but you think about it now, and you think about who's invited to the White House, and it's it sounds like a joke, but it's Ted Nugent, <laughs> Sarah Palin, and yeah. Kid Rock. Yeah, those well, are who are invited to the White House before, and they take a picture in front of the they take a picture in front of a uh, painting of Hillary and give the finger. Right. That's where we are. So of course, <laughs> it makes sense that you wouldn't want to go. Well, right. before those esteemed um, people were invited to the White <laughs> those House, dignitaries, someone from um, this room has been invited to the White House no. twice. Really? Under the Clinton and Bush administration. Oh, oh for why? what? Uh, well, under Clinton, because I was. What did you do? I was. I was. Well, I'll tell you. I was in YMCA's Youth and Government Program, <laughs> where kids, and it happens all over the country, kids sure. go to their state capital and do mock government stuff. And then I was elected. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast. Youth Governor of Missouri. Oh. Youth Governor. Yeah. Wow. And so I got sent to the White House twice for both of those things. Did you meet? Did you meet both the president? Both of them, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, you did? Yep. Oh, you actually went. There's a picture of me with... Um... <laughs> Wait, why didn't you bring this up earlier? <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Because it... I mean, I have. I've talked <laughs> yeah, about yeah. it. I guess, I, I, I guess I've yeah. forgotten about that. I have that. met every living president with the exception of... Um, uh, actually, no. Now that George H.W. <laughs> Bush is dead, I have met every living president. You met Trump? Yeah. When did you meet Trump? In well, when I was working for Anthony Weiner in New York, oh, right. he was a donor. Yeah, yeah. so before I mean, he was a before he was president. L O L. He was but a donor I have to met Anthony yeah, Weiner. Right. I have that's... met every. Well, so were a lot of liberal people. No, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, Weiner's a Democrat. Um, right. But yeah, I've met every living president currently alive. Wow. I shook huh. Bill Clinton's hand, and he was sexy. Isn't that gross? Sure. I, I, no, he does this thing with his charisma. hand. Did he do it to you? Where he like grabs your forearm and yeah, your hand? Yeah, I love that shit. I don't remember, but he does. He it was post. I had a friend. Her dad was uh, an economics professor yeah. at University of Michigan, Harvard of the Midwest. And I remember meeting him in like high school, and he did that. He's the first person who did that, where he shook my hand and put his free hand to mm-hmm. his left hand firmly ensconced on my forearm. <laughs> yeah. And I and you just I, did chills. I literally I wanted to like suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was there was something so like intimate about it. It obviously I was being ridiculous in like a professional way. Yeah, you wanted to I, suck his dick in a professional yeah, way. Right. <laughs> I would much rather uh, hug than shake someone's hand. Oh, because I don't really? want to. I don't want to get your germs. I, I know you haven't washed your hands. You know who also doesn't like shaking hands because they're a germ. Donald folk? Trump. Donald Trump. I know. <laughs> and but Howie no, Mandel. I think. I think <laughs> hugging is so much more sanitary. The idea though of of sure. of, of, a ver- of you meeting like. George H.W. Bush and being like, no, no, no. No, he wouldn't let We're me hug him. We're going for a hug. He wouldn't let me hug him. I didn't hug. I have hugged Bill Clinton, but not while he was president. Wait, you tried our... to hug George H.W. Bush? No, I didn't try oh, to hug okay, him. Yeah. Um, Incidentally, our our friend and former podcast guest, Lyle Friedman, yes. uh-huh. her uh, boyfriend's brother, who is gay, was uh, basically George H.W.'s number one security detail yeah. and was the guy to introduce George's the dog to George H. W. Bush, and that was the dog who was sleeping by the casket when at his funeral. So mm. it all comes full circle. He's the one I didn't meet, George H. W. Yeah. Oh, right. you didn't meet him. I right. never met him. Thank well, just God, to, he's gone. Just, no. to psych, <laughs> just to circle back to Megan Rapinoe, she, yeah, she she obviously refused to go to the White House, which yeah. is a very bold move. She's great. Yeah. Um, she's really she's a lightning rod in a lot of ways, especially with conservatives and you know um, Trumpers, but who you know just Americans who disagree that she kneels in solidarity with with Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. She refused to sing the national anthem at the at the cup um and her girlfriend who's a wnba superstar named sue bird wrote a uh players tribune entry last week that 
uh, Megan credits her own sexuality for her her successes. So she really speaks about being queer mm-hmm. in a very open way and talks about it as be you know as being part of her acclaim as an you know her athletic acclaim. Yeah. And even said okay. uh, you can't win a championship without gays on your team. That's just science. Mm. So big bold move from Megan Rapinoe. I mean, yeah. it's really cool. And pay them the money. <laughs> pay them the money. All the money. Are you guys going to start watching soccer now? No, I will (laughs) never watch soccer. Not even joking. So thanks for being here, Fortune. Yeah, my pleasure. How are you? Uh, I hope everything's well. Everything is great. Yeah. You are all over the place so right now. All I'm a over real the place. Slutty girl. <laughs> 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 uh, I, yes, I'm all over right now. I am bummed. I will say I am bummed because even just pictures of you as Sarah Huckabee Sanders yeah. would make yeah. me just the pictures alone that you put on Instagram would she'll make me back. laugh. She'll be she'll be governor of Arkansas uh, or something. You think so? No. Yeah. She'll, she'll, yeah. she'll come back. I talked to Arkansas people and they're like, she'll probably be governor. Yeah. What? She's yeah. they're like, she's gonna run. I mean her father was governor. It's not a surprise. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's yeah. <laughs> Elliot's so upset. Elliot right is now. shocked yeah. by everything that is yeah, actually know. quite normal. I don't <laughs> I don't have the um the Sarah Huckabee wig when I cuz I did it for Chelsea's Chelsea show and when Chelsea's show ended I didn't even think to like ask for it. Yeah, I just was like, "Well, that's the end of that." I, think I have <laughs> one. I have one you could borrow. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. essentially just a the black flat. straight wig. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I need a, a dowdy looking dress. Right. Oh yeah. my god, so. just wear like a really baggy red dress. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she had her moments of trying to like doll it up a little bit with like mm-hmm. hot pink and sure. some like yeah. bold Sarah did? Yeah, I think uh, so. Okay. And she started with having that smoky eye. Yes. She did. Yeah. We, I have to say we were the first ones to make fun of her smoky eye. Yeah. Uh, and we I, the last video I did of her, I did a makeup tutorial. Oh my god. And I have never gotten more hate mail. Oh, I'm oh, sure. Wow. That's actually that's, that's an interesting question because like when when she became press secretary, that's something that I was thinking mm-hmm. of as a comedian like is it for me to make fun of her appearance? Yeah. For me, feels sexist. It feels right. like I wouldn't, right. even though I would do it to Donald Trump and other people. Right. It does feel almost pointed because of the way it's a she looks. Threshold and, for men, yeah. and not necessarily because of she's like a monster. Right. You know, yeah. like did you struggle with that at all? Well, it's interesting. Chelsea and them and her writers had a tendency to write whatever it was. Yeah. And Chelsea would just text and be like, "Hey, you're around Tuesday," and I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what I was doing, <laughs> and so I, I assumed it was a Sarah Huckabee thing. Yeah. Uh, and I got there, and they had, I didn't write it, I didn't see it beforehand. Yeah. I didn't know, what, I knew it was like a tutorial sort of, but I didn't really know what it was about. So it, in when you're in the moment, you you're getting handed a script. So yeah. the actor in me is just like, I've got a script, yeah. and mm-hmm. I gotta perform this script so i didn't even have a i didn't even take a second to read yeah. it yeah to mm-hmm. even think to, like, like think how do through. i feel yeah. about yeah. it exactly so it didn't really even occur to me until after it aired because you film it and then i leave and i like you said i'm in a thousand places right now yeah i go on to the next thing i don't even think about it yeah and then it and then it airs and you're like oh boy <laughs> i maybe i should have thought about that for a second i don't i mean it is what it is i did yeah. it and you know it was I'm, funny i mean yeah, it was very it funny was, it was funny but i got what people you know because yeah. i was getting some crap from both sides i got what people were saying yeah. and they didn't 
they thought it was below the belt because it was an appearance thing. Totally get that. Right. I get appearance comments constantly, yeah. so I know what that's like. Um, but you just have to chalk it up to, I didn't really think that through, and I'll do better. Yeah, know? and also, yeah. like, you know, it is a part of, it's part of comedy. It's a yeah. part of what we do. It's like, it, I do things mm-hmm. change. Yeah. I do find it interesting, though. I, I mean, obviously, I... I'm a comedian, and so I don't naturally get offended constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I am sensitive, and I hate offending people. But it still is so foreign to me that if someone did offend me, that I would feel the obligation to reach out to them personally yeah. uh-huh. yeah. and tell them. In particular, if they're like reading a script, I just don't know why someone would... Or that they're right, immediately. Oh canceled. right! I don't know why they would. Yeah, I think everyone demanded. Everyone apology. has an opinion <laughs> right. nowadays, yeah. and I mean, they people. I think her dad talked about it on a news show. Oh. Uh, there were other news people talking about it, but I did have the buffer in that it, they kind of mm. go for Chelsea yeah, more yeah, than yeah. Right. more than me. Right. So yeah. I got a lot of hate mail, but. Then, but their anger is mostly directed at Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. No death threats, she's, right? She's, no, a, she's a pro. Uh, I, can't, I might have gotten a couple. Uh, or I've got called a lot of names. But I but I then, yeah, I go, yeah, I called her names. You yeah. called me names? Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, we yeah. go. But see, that's really, I think, the comic <clears throat> the sort of mindset. Like, we get in trouble a lot, too, with some language that we use or maybe mm-hmm. that isn't popular language. And it's like... As a comedian, you don't ever want to be told you can't not do something. Right. You know what I mean? Because, like, everything is ripe for comedy. Everything. Right. But there's the line of, like, what's the intent of the joke? Like, where is the joke going? Yeah. And and I think you did it and to show really kind of the hypocrisy of this woman. I mean, she's putting on – she is dolling herself up. You're right. She is doing that smoky eye. Yeah. Almost in a way as a distraction to her blatant lies yeah. that she's yeah. doing every single or was doing every single day. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know, if you look at it and you could dissect it, I guess, and yeah. think uh, that, uh, you know, because she's a woman, it's uh, out of line. But then you're like, equality. Hello. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling. Uh, we're calling Donald Trump names about his parents. Yeah. Does yeah. that mean, other, yeah. you know, a woman's off limits? Right. I don't know. Exactly. I'm just saying there's different sides of every coin. For so sure. Totally. I don't know. Let me ask you, where are you from? Uh, North Carolina. Oh, okay. So, like, do you consider that, like, deep south? I mean, that, that's I not deep south, right? I don't consider it deep south. <clears throat> I, it's definitely south. South, right. Um, I, I I guess I consider like deep south, like kind of Mississippi, yeah, right, Alabama. Alabama. Right. Yeah. Uh, although there are pockets, I guess more than pockets. There's a lot of North Carolina becoming way more conservative hmm. than what it was when I was growing up. I was, really? There was wow. a lot of blue pockets when I was growing up, mm-hmm. and those pockets. Have well, John Edwards. Decree- you, yeah, John Edwards, John Edwards was, was the big senator. Guy. Yeah. Are you from a? Yeah. Are you from a blue pocket? I am from. I would. Charlotte's a blue pocket. I'm from. 25 minutes outside of there. Okay. So it's, mm, I'm more red in the red. Not me. Yeah. My family's very liberal, thank yes. God. But it's more red. Yes. Uh, but um, the the blue pockets are Asheville, Charlotte, Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Was and it... then all the things around it's red, 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 red. <laughs> yeah. What was it like growing up uh, queer? 
there. Well, I didn't know. Oh. Yeah, I did not know I was gay, which <laughs> oh, seems bonkers now. Uh, I've had this haircut yeah, uh-huh. since I was five. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I've dressed like this. But growing up in the South, you it was also a different time. Mm-hmm. There was no YouTube. Uh, there was no... Will and Grace, sure, and that seeing yourself matters, right? Because yes. or, or or someone who you can identify with. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't identify with any anyone. Sure, I yeah. If I watched a movie, it was a, a straight man, a straight woman. There, mm-hmm. I'm seeing their love story. So in my head, I'm thinking, well, you can only you know, be with the person of the opposite sex. I knew what gay was. But even if I knew a gay man in town who I presumed to be gay, he was always like, this is my wife. And you're like, what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I did it. it there just, is something you know? so creepy about that to me. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. And there's a lot. It's a, yeah. There's a lot of it. There is a lot of it. Yeah. There was a guy. I used to be a bank teller. He would come in. He looked just like Harrison Ford. So he's a really well put together 50 year old man. He had. An earring, like a small earring in his like left Harrison. ear, like yeah, Harrison. like Harrison, <laughs> yeah, and and he was he was always very effete. <laughs> Can I have my balance with that? And he would come in with his wife, mm-hmm. and look, God love you. I mean, it doesn't obviously that doesn't mean he's gay, but it just it, there was something. For some reason, I always think that person is the darkest. Like I feel like that person is the one who. Would like think about me while masturbating or something oh. because oh. there's something wrong with that. <laughs> well, the, uh, well, what I just like, what oh, I mean okay. is like Where he's so going? suppressed. He's so suppressed yeah. right. that it kind of comes I out. I had in a guy ways. in my neighborhood. Um, <clears throat> he used to run this sort of like community service organization for kids in my high school, and I had done a lot of that in high school. And so yeah, I you went to the White House. Yep, I was I was in the organization, and he was so clearly gay. He was <laughs> so clearly gay, but he had a wife who also was so clearly gay. I mean, she was very clearly a lesbian, and they wanted to have children. And now as an adult, I assume that they probably got together so that they could have a family, so that children could be a possibility. Because it was, I mean, that was the 90s, so it was like before the idea of a man adopting a child. I don't know. I mean, a solo, like a gay man adopting a child. Yeah, it's it's a really complicated, but it doesn't freak me out. It's more like a sign of the times. And and I'm sure sure it still happens. I still, oh, this here's another fun one for you. I still, (laughs) we can take this out. I still remember uh, being at, uh, like with a friend once, and this this couple pulled up in their car and they were clearly out of towners. They needed directions. Mm -hmm. And this guy got out. He was, uh, uh, very effete, shaved legs, pink polo, like white, closely cropped shorts. Mm-hmm. And the woman was in the car, and he said, he just goes, um, where's the restaurant? I forget what restaurant. Where's the restaurant? And we're like, what? He goes, hello, where's the restaurant? <laughs> and we're like, this way. And then he got in the car, but uh, we knew that was his wife because the way she talked to him. Oh, no. And it was so... <laughs> Weird. That was literally in Hello. college, and I still yeah. remember. Hello. Hello. It was like he was instantly like bitchy <laughs> and shitty. Anyway, those, um, those people also 
the closeted ones tend to be the most homophobic. Oh yeah, oh yeah, big yeah. time. Which, which I, I know where that comes from. You're you're afraid you're gonna get found out. <laughs> yes. You know, you know, mm-hmm. you know. There's something. Mm-hmm. You know, like that congressman. Yeah. Aaron Shaw. And yeah. you're just like, sure. Or all of them. Yeah. They yeah. just assume if they can project loud yeah. enough. Yeah. I'm against them. No to them. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, God, God, God. <laughs> yeah. Boo them. And and you and I just know where that well, comes from. Incidentally, Mike Huckabee has always creep me out as being just just there i feel like he's dark i know he's, he's had a pinky up his butt yeah sure. yeah yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Pinky. something's yeah. happened there just the pinky who knows though. and just also like i mean That's interesting and mike huckabee when he like sidled up to uh kim davis that like that oh, arkansas right. oh yeah. yeah gay licenses i was like something's up here so, I mean, you know with mike pence it's like too easy uh-huh. but with mike huckabee i'm like something's up yeah and he, the fact yeah. that he also thinks he's a comedian it's like there's darkness there right. there's sure. something brewing that creeps me out well you sure. know who isn't homophobic <laughs> who? your girlfriend yeah. <laughs> that was a segue i had to do a segue <laughs> yeah so you guys have been not. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have been together for four years yes congratulations wow. very you. cute picture on instagram celebrating it. your anniversary yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna read a question that Elliot put on the sheet. Okay. Mm. What's your secret? <laughs> like to a no, relationship? Wait, 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 wait. Or like, do I have secrets? Wait. It wasn't in reference to the relationship. It's yeah. just the silliest question. My re- no, my, I, I my. What's your secret is in reference to the fact that you strike me as such a happy person. Yeah. You're always upbeat. You're always smiling. You're always yeah. laughing. Where's my darkness? How do you know how to. Where, yeah. what is that, where does just, that come from? I just love. What's your secret is the only thing. I know. I know. Uh, no. it's, so, uh, it's so in his tone. So, so in Elliot's tone. So many secrets. Yeah. <laughs> so you go, what's your secret to a good relationship? Uh but you wanted to I know, know to you want to know how yeah. I can answer both please. Yes. Please. Uh my secret to my joy um I mean I as far as secrets in general, I don't really have any secrets. Great. Um, <laughs> even even Jack, so that's my fiance. She'll say, um, she say, what you see is what you get with with me, and mm-hmm. and that makes me feel good. Like I, mm-hmm. yeah. I I like that what I present to the world is me. Yeah. And, and it's who I am. Um, the joy comes from several things. I think. Um, you know, growing up, I'm not. I certainly didn't have it the worst. People had it way worse than me, but I had trials and tribulations <clears throat> like sure. any anybody. Sure. My parents split. We had a lot of money problems. There were things that had to be overcome. So at an early age, I learned how to be responsible very quickly, and I was kind of the caretaker that mm. sort of the glue that was kind of holding my mom and 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 things together. And so for the first part of my life, there was a lot of worry. There was a lot of, as a kid, I was always worried about how are things going to be okay? How are we going to pay the water bill? Yeah, you were the adult. I was the mm-hmm. adult. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and so I enjoyed my childhood. I had great friends. I had a lot of people looking out for me. My hometown was cool that way. Like, it was small, but, like, teachers were always, like, looking out for me because they could see I was trying and so I had a lot of help along the way, even though things were a bit chaotic at home. Yeah. I got to college. Uh, Where, where'd you go? I went to a small women's college oh, cool. uh, in North Carolina. That's when you found out. I still didn't know. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? 
still didn't know. Was it like a Bible women's college? It was a Presbyterian college, okay. but Presbyterian. Yeah, that's the, not hardcore. The like Christian light. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. you're like, oh, I can, I they're, can hang. I with can hang. You. Yeah, right. they're yeah. Christian with a beer yeah. for sure. <laughs> and uh, college was a really lovely experience for me. I really started to find not I didn't realize the gay part of myself but I started to find myself in my like oh I'm kind of good at this thing and I'm kind of good at this thing and mm-hmm. I started I threw everything into school um to not think about you know what was going on at home or whatever and so I started to thrive there and I liked that feeling of achieving things I was like mm-hmm. oh this feels good and then I um uh between Right when I got to college, my grandmother passed away, and she was a big influence on me, and that was a hard thing. So I had, I had, all these hard things happen in the beginning part of mm-hmm. my life. So by the time I reached twenty five, I got to L.A. You're in the clear. I mean, I felt like, <laughs> yeah. and I came out of the closet and finally realized. <laughs> what I was year gay. did you move to L.A.? Uh, I moved to two thousand three. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I came out of the closet and moved to L.A. and First off, the the coming out of the closet was like this huge weight mm-hmm. was lifted off my shoulders. I was like, "Oh my god, I finally know who I am." Yeah, I don't the puzzle pieces that weren't making sense and weren't fitting. Now the puzzle's complete, mm-hmm. and I've already been through all this crappy stuff. Like that was hard, and that was hard. I lost this person who was like a mother to me, who took mm-hmm. care of me. I I've I've experienced pain. And and now it's done. Like I'm not saying I'm not going to experience pain from now on, but mm-hmm. I did it, and I made made it through that. And now I know who I am. And mm-hmm. and what was worry before and pain before got replaced by joy somehow. Just this joy of like, I know who I am now, yeah. mm-hmm. and I know and and now I get to experience love. You know, you in, know, it's a big deal in a weird way. And I'm I'm I know this is going to sound ridiculous. I felt that way. After uh, Trump got elected, that I was like, there it couldn't be worse. Mm-hmm. There couldn't be a bigger surprise, mm-hmm. and I couldn't feel worse about something. And so I've had this weird feeling of like, you know what? I can live through anything. Yeah, yeah. I can make yeah. this work. I have. I mean, I think you, you, anything traumatic happens in your life, or in, well, Trump getting elected. Right. <laughs> to you. No, it like I mean, I after cancer is the same way. Like my this is annoying, but it like a lot of times if something happens bad, like I like oh, I, that I, is like annoying. my taxes this year, I had to pay a lot and like I didn't yeah. have all the money uh-huh. to pay, so I had to do a whole payment plan thing. Yeah. And like it's really really stressful to deal with that, mm-hmm. but like my go-to is always like, well, at least it's not cancer. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. have to, I don't mm-hmm. have to have that again, you yeah. know? Yeah. And it's it it's a real kind of source of joy yeah. to, to realize that life could be worse. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to take this sort of shitty moment and find the good things in it. Yeah. Because yeah. anytime yeah. you experience anything really difficult and you get mm-hmm. to the other end of it, you think, well, now I know how to get through things. Yeah. I know how to, I know how to figure it out. It doesn't make it easy when the, the pain comes. I mean, I've been, I, I'm having some success now, but I was rejected in this business mm-hmm. constantly. I'm still rejected. I get mm-hmm. those, constantly yeah but you just uh so do i (laughs) you you just learn to like somehow find joy like like you said i've been through the i've been through the bad times 
Things are good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no really freaking sucks. You know, when I moved, or before I moved here officially in 2012, I was coming back and forth between L.A. and New York. Mm-hmm. And right. my, in 2007, my first year I did that, I didn't really know the landscape of L.A. comedy at yeah. all. I had no clue what to do. And I messaged you, you... on... I think MySpace. Oh God, I'm so bad at. No, you replied. I, <laughs> I, I did. I'm so bad jo- at writing. I mean, no, you did. Back. I mean, I, I, I knew you wouldn't remember this, I but like, literally, that. I think it was MySpace that someone had said. Oh, Jackie Monahan had said, "Oh, yeah. you should, you should message her." And I messaged you, and you wrote back all the rooms that I That's should, great, that I yeah. should go. And then you gave me website. I mean, you gave me. Oh my God, content. I'm so nice. And it was so nice. <laughs> You're and the best. I, but I, I can't believe I did that. I, I said, no, but I say that because like you bring joy to others without. Without even knowing it, oh. which is like it's it's that's kind of a nice, beautiful thing. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, people. I mean, including myself, it's like people are just I think drawn to you. I appreciate it. I just we I, wanted you here. Well, I <laughs> am having a blast. I don't know. I just I, that makes me feel good because the whole reason I wanted to be a comedian was to make other people f- feel good. Yeah, and maybe that's my damage from the past. You know, right? Want to. How I was trying to take care of my mom, and, yeah. and I mm-hmm. want to fix people, you know, and make them. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are we? And and you know, I'm I'm sure it comes from that kind of crazier place. <laughs> but if it does bring people joy and makes them happy, That's then great. then it's yeah. like the best job in of the course. world. Did you did you have so you came to LA at 25 and then you were freshly out with so that you started dating here? I came I came here when I was 23. It still took me two years to figure out. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, it was, oh, it was a journey. Uh-huh. But then I like watched the L word, and I was like, oh my, oh my God, I'm yeah. feeling things. You know? yeah. And uh, <laughs> oh wait, what was the second oh, sorry, part of that? Just, what, 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 what <laughs> I was started it? thinking about the L word, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> what was it like? Dating was dating a challenge. Oh, dating was the worst. The worst. Mm-hmm. The LA's like. I don't. I've never lived in New York, so I don't know what it's like there. And you didn't date in North Carolina I, or college. I, I like went on some dates, but I was, I guess, sort of asexual. Sure, yeah. Because I, I wasn't certainly wasn't gay, and I wasn't having like secret rendezvous. Right. And guys were, <laughs> you know, I wish, I wish like, I had, like my RA was, you know, or whoever was like, you know, in my bunk bed. Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, <laughs> but I don't have any. I don't any fun stories i was such a nerd you should come over i've got a hot plate yeah <laughs> uh and got, guys immediately were just like high f- you know i'd meet yeah. we'd high five that was our right. like, vibe yeah. there was no like sexual chemistry <laughs> going on uh so i just kind of did my thing i think probably also why i got so involved in school i was like yeah. well i'm not dating anybody right right uh so in la i you know because i came out later i had to experience the awkward dating years in my late 20s yes. that you are supposed to get to experience in your teens yeah. and in college. Well, I, I still have those, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> I was so awkward. I had no game. And, well, I, yeah, I always say that know. for gay people, especially if you come out a little bit later, your adolescence is pushed. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. pushed. You're, you're, act, you're basically enacting the, the role of a 13-year-old when you're yeah. 23. 100%. Yeah, yeah. And people don't get enough credit for that. Yeah. It, ta- it takes you a while. You ha- And I dated... A lot of the wrong people. Mm-hmm. And I, I found when I first came out, I was actually still dating girls who were like, it was a similar pattern as I had in college, like 
girls I was really close to and we'd like, you know, pet each other's arm. But it wouldn't like go any further than that, you know? Yeah. So still... If anybody ever pet my arm, I'd be like, what are we you were, doing? We were all about the petting arms back, oh back in the day. Was that an Elward thing? Uh, no, Elward, they were like really poking the holes. And, yeah. you know, they were getting to it. Oh, I, yeah. was, I was more of the rub, the rubs. And uh, so I still found myself in that routine mm. where I was finding people who were a little confused themselves yeah. or they weren't sh- there was always something standing in the way of it being a relationship yeah and so I was in that gray area with several people for mm. and so that was a weird pattern I kept create recreating and then I started then I did meet the lesbians and started dating the lesbians and some of them were cuckoo I found that a lot of women here just didn't want to commit mm. it was once I finally got comfortable in my skin and started dating the lesbians I found the ones I was dating at least were kind of like they didn't say this but it was that like oh you'll do for now kind of thing right sure yeah. I just feel something I think that's LA thing. Yeah. that's an LA thing in I think general. that's LA yeah. and yeah. that was because oh, there's always something a great unquote, feeling better. <laughs> I know because we'd be having like the best time and then like all of a sudden I'd find out they were dating like some you know, hot, tall, yeah. some tall, hot girl. I, I, had, I was like, oh, I thought we were good. <laughs> Wasn't this the thing? I, I had one recently where I, I, uh, Swap numbers. Chat, started chatting with this guy on Grinder. Mm-hmm. Swap numbers. We talked like very intensely for a week. Yeah. And then I sent him. He asked about my stand-up, so I sent him a clip of me on Conan. Mm-hmm. And a day later, he wrote. He's like, "So you look a little different in your video oh, than geez. I an- anticipated in mad. your pictures." I bet. And so it just kind of throws the dynamic off, and I would rather not meet now. That is. <laughs> and oh. I look. I look. By the way. Exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. And all Grant, of them. <laughs> I want to. I want to personally beat the shit. <laughs> well, out but of this, this is man. also yeah. this is also a great reason why when you get angry when people don't reply or don't say sorry, not interested. That is why you don't do that. <laughs> so that like you just let it. Just yeah. he should have yeah, yeah, yeah. he should have drifted away. Yeah. You know, don't yeah. reply, don't acknowledge. And don't... I hate to say it, I hate to say it, but it did plant, and I don't think it'll last long. But it did plant a tiny seed of doubt that I look that much different. You, you don't. When I'm moving. <laughs> I mean, no. we as opposed to like posting or we something. We haven't seen the grinder pictures you're sending. <laughs> yeah, what uh, is it? Let's check those out. Yeah. <laughs> you will fill the microphone with barf. But you did yeah. find, you found, you found love. Jacks. You finally you found, I did. found Jacks. I thought yeah. you were still talking about you're getting, I'm like, wait, wait. Alan, oh, Jesus. That's I, why we have the podcast. I did. It took, I met her and, you know, I. it took a while. Yeah. But I met her. I met her, you know, later uh, once I got into my 30s. And... You know, with her, it was different right away, and and it wasn't it wasn't like um, in the movies, you know, where because we all watch these movies and we think we have this like picture yeah, of yeah. it. You jump, I jump, yeah, right? where it's like these you know crazy things happen, <laughs> yeah. and fireworks. It's just like oh, we're comfortable, we're so comfortable yeah. with yeah. each other, <laughs> yeah. and we enjoy each other's company. Correct, it right. was very simple. Yeah, I'm not disgusted and, by the blankets on your couch. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't like there was a, a horse and carriage right. ride, yeah. the, you know, or whatever is romantic in movies. Yeah. Uh, it just was easy, and and she never, I never had to convince her to like me. Yeah, that's yeah. I that's never had to convince yeah. her to commit. <clears throat> she immediately was like, "Yeah, it really is the best." Yeah, what right. does you she, know, what does she do? She way. is a kindergarten teacher. Oh, oh my heart. Yes, right? Oh my and heart. And like she I met her in Chicago. Oh. So she was living in oh. Chicago 
And she uh, was um, a kindergarten teacher there for 11 years um, and worked in the inner city in, in oh. the inner city school. She was basically Michelle Fiverr. I'm like, can I? Can I, can I, can I <laughs> in uh, Dangerous Minds. As I walked through the valley of the- remember, remember that. Remember that trailer. By the way, have you watched that trailer recently? Uh, not recently. No, no one has except it for you. Is, it is out of this it. world. I think I sent Brent it to sent you. Brent sent it to me, and I was like, this is unbelievable. It's bonkers. Yeah. It's, it's her, actually racist. She does a she like it's does a karate the, chop, and the, she like scares this one of her students. Oh, weird. Michelle Fiverr can do anything. Okay, maybe she's not. Like Sorry. Michelle Fiverr, but <laughs> um, but she just and I she's the best teacher. Mm. Her kids were obsessed with her. Oh my god! And and she, you know, kindergarten's pretty the, cute. The, these kids were had such. You talk about kids with hard childhoods. I mean, oh my god, they had mm. it really hard. And she got them to like second grade reading levels, and they just l- like loved her. And oh my god, that's so great. The the the, the bummer. In, in her career is that uh, we were long distance for a year and we kind of came to a place of like, I can't really move there. And we were both exhausted from traveling. Of course, we're like, yeah. are we going to do this? Yeah. So she had to move here for yeah. me and she made that sacrifice for me, which it meant she had to leave her this kids. job that she yeah. loves yeah. so much. And she loved that job. So I feel. <clears throat> Does she teach? I'm not you? crying. I just, yeah. I'm like crying all of a sudden. My, I got like a weird thing in my throat. <laughs> Where I'm like, oh my God, what did I do? Um, but was no, that recently? That she that what, no, she's been here now three years. Okay. So she got here. She immediately got a job out here. She taught in Silver Lake. Okay. And, um, you a know, happy it's just, ending. It's, well, it's just different, though. Yeah. She went from these kids who were desperately in need. Of, I mean, even they didn't even have jackets, some mm. of these kids. To Silver Lake, where these kids yeah. are like, this is my seaweed snack. Right. And you're yeah. like, what? Yeah. And they're like, my mom sells vape pens. You know, it's like <laughs> a different world. Of course. Um, so she didn't feel as needed. Or, mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, you're making a difference even in, in these kids' lives. They yeah. just sure, have a different course. situation. But so she did that for a year. And then she, she's been subbing this last like year and a half because she's I started touring like crazy, trying to work towards a special, and she was just like, "We're either not ever gonna see each other." Right. Yeah. Uh, and she was a little burnt out too. Like teaching is just yeah, so hard. freaking oh hard. God, of course. Yeah. So she's been touring with me and and subbing. That's great. That's great. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, congrats. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Of course. Yeah. To talk Thank to. you. Thank guys. you, Fortune. Um, so where should fun. our listeners find you if they don't already follow you? Uh, I'm at fortunefemster.com. Uh, or on Instagram <laughs> at fortunefemster. I'm on tour, so I'm probably coming to one of your cities. So Great. if you like stand up, oh, check man. it out on yeah, my website. Really Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Fortune. guys. Thank You're you. the best. And another thing. So we're talking about gay destinations. Right. Yeah. So there travel are destinations. travel destinations. So travel has always been a very popular thing yeah. um, with gay for obvious, people, for obvious men reasons. and women. Yeah. I mean, for because, because of often, the disposable income. Exactly. Spread yeah. seed. And, I, and I've always. <laughs> but we have to. Uh, there's also. We should clarify that, like, it, when you talk, when you say disposable income, I just read this really interesting article about, like, when we say that about gay men, we're only talking about primarily white men. Of and, course, and absolutely. Sure. And that's not uh, a surprise. Yeah, not a lot <laughs> but, of yeah, other poor people traveling. Yeah. But I've always, I mean, even like when I, came, you know, even coming out like as a kid in college, I remember like just randomly reading magazines, and they were all the randomly the, all all of them, all four of them, were all always had like 
always had guides to travel for yeah. gay me- yeah. men specifically. And I was like, these places are so expensive. I, yeah. I always was, you know, well, and, and it's always the same thing. It's it's well, I, Palm Springs, I, I, Mykonos, I think, Miami. Uh, and, uh, and let's be honest. I think probably it dates back to a time when, you know, it, you, it wasn't always easy to be gay and mm-hmm. outside of big cities. And so I think it, it, I would imagine it was kind of fun to go out, go to a, Another, Another gay community city. where you don't know a lot of people, you yeah. don't have a bunch of friends and mutual friends and friends of friends. And yeah, you can go. I mean, also, I've always said my favorite thing to do is go to a gay bar in a town I've never been to and won't go back because then I can s- do anything. Like well, he goes, I can, sl- I can do anything. <laughs> there's also the element of like, sl- you know, gay gay people or gay a gay couple or whatever in a hometown where they may have to like keep it secret can then, it's a lot easier to pass as just two friends traveling right. than it is to explain why you live with a dude when you're 38. You know what right. I mean? Like it's, right. it's you like can, Jeremy Renner, he, has, well, he lives with his broker. <laughs> you, can, you can go to some far off place and literally just travel with your yeah. boyfriend. Have yeah. you guys been to any of these gay destinations? So Elliot and I, we went to Fire Island together once. I've never been to Pete. Well, we should Town. let's rewind by saying we went to Fire Island <laughs> at night and it was raining and we we didn't we we just kind of like got drunk on the dock and watched. And we didn't as, spend the night, right? Right. No, but we watched as these guys were kind of like going into the big club area. <laughs> right. And then we watched an, um, an older man walk over. To, and this is like a, the most populated area in Fire Island mm-hmm. uh, in the Pines. And this mm-hmm. old man walks over and is there's just four young dudes just literally younger. standing and younger, younger yeah. standing and talking, clothed, normal. <laughs> I remember and, this. And this old guy just reached into his pants and started jerking <laughs> off, wait, looking at wait. them. He literally, he was... It was, it was my favorite moment of my life. He just out in the open, doesn't unbutton his pants. No. Reaches his hand down, starts openly masturbating, mm-hmm. and these guys have never no, noticed. A, no idea. And they weren't, they didn't all have their backs against it. You no. Know? No. They, some of them were facing him. They were so absorbed so in absorbed. themselves yeah. that uh, <laughs> they didn't notice that someone was openly masturbating to their faces. <laughs> and so I act, in that scenario, I was like, I don't know who is more detestable here. Yeah, right. The ones who are like, no, not they don't notice. Or the right. guy, this old guy who in the middle of everything just reaches into his pants mm-hmm. and jerks off. Yeah. yeah. And we aren't we I are mean, trying to stereotype old people. But I will say, like, Fire I'm, Island that, and Provincetown honestly. are... A little bit different when you say gay destinations because those are like almost exclusively gay towns. Like, that, yeah, that, that they're, they're, it's primarily the Pines, gay there. Whereas like Provincetown. San Francisco, uh, Miami, Palm Springs, even Mykonos, Key West, Berlin, Rio, mm-hmm. uh, Tel Aviv, Ibiza, those aren't yep. gay towns. They're just no. they're places that often welcome gay travelers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And but it, they certainly would not be a place where you would see a man jerking off on a street. Well, maybe San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco. What about Berlin? You lived in Berlin. Yeah, San, Berlin you, you would see a man jerking off on the street. Um Wait, Berlin's I, a gay town? Yeah, of course. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah Berlin Berlin is sort of I always describe Germany in general. I know I've been all over Germany. I lived there for a year. I I know Berlin really <laughs> Why are you well. Laughing? It's just kind of a ridiculous to be. I know Germany. <laughs> I do. Trust me, I know Germany. I well, do. Well, you've German heritage and lived there for a that's while. Why yeah. you, that's why you love Angela Merkel so much. Uh, well, yes, that is part were of the reason why. Were you there when I she love... got when she won? Pointed. That was after me. Yeah. Um or after my high school years. But I 
Berlin is Germany in general is one of those places where like after the war they kind of were like well now we can't discriminate against anybody so we just have to right. like accept everybody so you go to the like the, the my best sort of example of how weird Berlin is I was laying I like went on a run in and I was stretching we were talking about stretching before the podcast yeah. I was stretching in Tiergarten which is like sort of their central park so you're spread eagle yes I'm spread eagle <laughs> okay. and to my to my right is a man a man solo, just naked sunbathing. He's just full on naked huh, sunbathing. Wow. In front of me is a Muslim couple on a picnic, and then to my good le- for them. To my left is like this family, just like out in the park that day. And it it's such a strange mix of yeah. people in one area doing yeah. things, and that's very Berlin. Um, Are you allowed great. to be nude in the in yeah. public? Yeah, in well, in certain areas, you can't like walk down the street. How have I never heard of this? No, Berlin is Berlin's crazy. Berlin is like, and they're also Berlin's known for their nightclubs, but they're also known for their sex clubs. They're known for their sort of dark rooms. Hold on, we just uh, buy my ticket right now. Berlin is also, I mean, at this point, I feel like I know it's not necessarily a gay destination, but I feel like it is a gay destination. It has that that element to, yeah, that has that element to it. And I've also heard a lot of people talk about. Leaving New artists yeah. leaving New York and moving to Berlin, well, and they do oh. that because financially it's a lot more feasible to be a living artist yes. in Berlin, in Germany, now, than when it you, is when you yeah, went to Tel Aviv. You were there for Gay Pride. Yeah, Tel Aviv what is a very it? gay city, uh-huh. but it's primarily a destination for Pride, right? Um, because it's the largest Pride in the region, clearly, because the Middle East doesn't have many Pride parades. Yeah, but did you find and it Cairo doesn't que- have a bigger Pride parade? <laughs> no, did you surprising. Find, did you find it to be have queer vibes even before? After oh Pride? yeah, Tel Aviv is a very cosmopolitan European city. So like, it's it's very accepting of just gay. And, I mean, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. a lot of the city council is. I think there's like two city council people that are gay. Like, it's like a very good for them. It's a very gay friendly city, they, but they still have a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they deal sure. with the rest of the country that's very conservative. Yeah, um, and they also have a lot of just sort of religious problems in the city. But it is right. a gay. Destination. Yeah, I mean, have, have you been to Provincetown? I, I actually have. haven't, and, yeah. and and I was talking about it with somebody last night about how I've never been there, and it's you would to, love Provincetown. Supposed to be more artsy, and I guess a yeah. little more rough around the edges, which I I guess I like. Apparently, it is more laid back. Yeah, you can wear khakis there and not have to worry about your waistline so much. Right. Um, could like, could Elliot wear those shorts he has where there's a hole cut out in the back? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. uh, the one gay destination that isn't on your list, but that I had like when I traveled there once, Argentina, um, Buenos Aires. Like, I traveled there like a week after Argentina had legalized gay marriage. Mm. And I didn't travel there for to be gay in any way. I literally was obsessed with Evita, and I wanted to learn about Jews traveling there after mm-hmm. the war. And, so and that, Nazis. And, and Nazis. They and had that's, all those Nazis it's, there. It's really, it's fascinating traveling oh, yeah. there. Um, and I, that's why I went. But mm. when I was there, every because I was doing some stand-up stuff too, and everyone was talking about how they just legalized gay marriage. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's great. And it's a fairly conservative country, yeah. Catholic conservative country. Sure. Buenos Aires is very cosmopolitan. But everyone would tell me, oh, yeah, but we only did it because um, uh, Brazil gets all the gay travel, and we wanted to compete <laughs> with them. So we figured... <laughs> Gay marriage. Hey. That's and what they did. Brazil, that's why? Brazil still Money this, talks. Brazil doesn't have, and that just shows how how gay destinations, like when gay people travel to places, oh, it yeah, actually can yeah. lead to political change yeah, in these right. places. That's wild. Because mm. places realize that there's money to be spent if you open up and become um, accepting. Yeah, the craziest thing to me is being from Long Island and being around like, you know, racist, <clears throat> tra- homophobic trash. It's so strange that. 
Fire Island is this fantasy land, basically, that is yeah, yeah. a boat, a ferry <laughs> Isn't ride Fire away. Fire Island more by the Hamptons? No, it's not. It's on the south shore. The Hamptons are far east of there. Oh, okay. Um, but also, Fire Island has different iterations. There's like the straight part, there's the lesbian part, there's the gay part. And I, of course, love the lesbian part because it's the only part with ice cream. Oh. <laughs> the gay part is, is literally has an outdoor gym, fancy bathing suits, booze, and that's it. You've that's never. It, that's, and all you want I is hate ice it. cream. The- What would would your your aunt aunt say? Brent, what would your Aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's podcast? I guess I can take visiting Berlin off my bucket list. (laughs) Uh, My Aunt Joanne would definitely want to know, is Feimster a Jewish name? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Fortune is, but it does sound Jewish. It does sound Jewish. How about Aunt Anne? The only World Cups I'm considering is getting the right bra size. (laughs) I mean, I can never. The straps just don't work for me. She doesn't. She never wears bras. No. Good for her. Good for her. Her husband's a lucky man. No, he's not. (laughs) Ray. (laughs) Thanks for listening. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm Brent Sullivan. I'm H. Allen Scott. Starbanks Avenue, a podcast. A podcast network.